Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. It's another episode of Boxing News today. Uh, remember to beer me. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and let's talk about boxing. First of all, up front, we've got the WBC who have ordered Artur Bidibiev, uh to go head-to-head against Colm Smith. Too bad uh, we weren't going to see Bivol Berdibiev, but the WBC has ordered WBC light heavyweight champ Artur to make his mandatory defense against Callum Smith. Negotiations should start as soon as possible, and uh, the teams of both fighters must reach an agreement before April 11th, otherwise a purse bid must be held. As you might recall, in his most recent bout, better be have knocked out contender Anthony Yard in eight rounds, an instant fight of the year candidate, while Smith comes from knocking Mathieu Bandelik out in the fourth round of his WBC elimination bout. So uh, let's move along quickly to the WBO. Uh, WBO World Cruiserweight champ Lawrence Coley, 18-0, 14 knockouts, is aiming to do a demolition job on undefeated title challenger David Light, who's flying in from Australia to meet him in Manchester. He's 20-0 with 12 knockouts. Uh, and they're going to meet, as I said, on uh, Saturday, March 25th on Sky Sports um, in Manchester, England. But he knows. O'Coley knows there will be hard work involved as Light brings a deep pedigree to the ring with him. The 31-year-old has won a silver medal at the 2014 uh, Commonwealth Games and was three times national champ of his native New Zealand before turning pro in 2017 and commencing his 20-fight win streak. Said O'Coley, he's got good hands, good footwork. He's able to change up his style, fight in the back foot, fight in the front foot, have a slugfest like he did in his last fight. So I'll be interested to see what he thinks he's going to do on the day. As soon as I establish myself and I get started comfortable letting the big shots off, we'll see if that game plan of his is working or not. We're going to have a conversation, but not with words. I have to assert myself on him, said Akoli. Akoli has prepared for this fight, his third title defense with noted trainer, Shaquille Stewart, and says the partnership has produced a focused game plan, which will see the which we'll see Light picked apart before being taken out of the middle of the 12th round. Wow. It's uh, it's definitely been a new experience training with a great teacher like Sugar Hill. It's been very much about positioning. It's very much the tiniest little things, but it makes a big difference. It gives me short sort of structure. Instead of just doing what I want, I find myself paying a lot more attention to detail. So we look forward to that fight. In fact, matter of fact, uh, we here talk and fight should be at that fight. And uh, look forward to attending and reporting to our fans as to what's going on minute by minute. Uh, a great card set up in Manchester. Anyway, let's move along around the world to another famous fighter, Manny Pacquiao, who has announced his re- who had announced his retirement in August 2021, but now plans to fight um, against uh, Conor Ben. This is according to MP Promotions President Sean Gibbons. Uh, Pacquiao, who turned 44 in December, is engaged in talks for a welterweight fight against UK star Conor Ben, recently disgraced due to that uh, peculiar uh, medicine he was taking. Uh, and that fight is being eyed for June 3rd in Abu Dhabi uh, in the United Arab Emirates, uh, though Ben is also considering two other opponents for his comeback bout, Kel Brook and Chris Eubank Jr., uh, Pacquiao, one of the greatest fighters of all time, said he was retired 
after you suffered a unanimous decision loss to Udinese Yugas in a welterweight uh, title defense. The bout was Pacquiao's first uh, since the split decision victory over Keith Thurman in July 2019. Uh, Pacquiao was set to fight Errol Spence Jr. in August 2021, but after Spence withdrew from a detached retina, Pacquiao was forced to adjust to a new opponent on 11 days' notice. But one month later, Pacquiao, who was then sitting senator in the Philippines, announced he was running for president of his native country. Uh, and Gibbons had this to say. He retired for a minute to run for president of the Philippines, where he took a respectful third place. And after that, he felt that his retirement was due to running for president. Now was, he wasn't elected. He wants to fight again and feels like he can do it at the highest level. We shall wait and see. All right. Outspoken and undefeated New Yorker, Jarrell Big Baby Miller, as opposed to Jared the Real Big Baby Anderson, says he's going to take former WBA regular heavyweight champ Lucas Big Daddy Brown out quickly this Saturday to prevent the big Australian from landing any late round magic against him. WBA ranked number 10, Miller, 25-0-1, 21 knockouts. And WBA number 9, Brown, 31-3, 27 knockouts. We'll meet at the Agenda Arena in Dubai in the 10-round main event of a stellar show presented by Anatolia Selitnov at a hardcore boxing that also features a 10-round super featherweight co-main event between Dublin's Ireland's WBA number 5 and IBF number 11-rated former world title challenger John O'King Kong Carroll and three-time world title challenger Miguel Mariaga. And I announced this all yesterday. So let's just get straight to it. Uh, I think there's some quotes here. Uh, yes. Uh, said Big Baby on Lucas Brown. He's a big guy. He's durable for a certain number of rounds. He has a good overhand right. But technically and fundamentally, he's nowhere near me. I know I'm stronger. I know I'm faster. I'm younger. I have an amazing job. My IQ in, in the boxing is phenomenal. Everything he does, I do a million times better. But he's game. That's all that matters in the fight game. One punch in the heavyweight division, anything can happen. So I do not sleep on him. And how he sees that fight unfolding, he said, I'm thinking it will go four rounds or less. I'm not trying to play with it. I'm not going to give him the opportunity to land that right hand. He fought Junior Fa, and Junior doesn't realize uh, what he walked into. I saw him as a slow starter. He gets beat up a lot. And then seven or eight rounds, he lands a right hand that gets the guy out of there. My goal is to not let it go 10 rounds. I've got head movement and good stiff jab. Once I get him hurt, I'll go in there and send him home. I'm definitely going to knock him out in the early rounds of the fight. It could be a combination of just one punch, but I know I'm going to stop him. And finally, what would our week be without a quote from Eddie Hearn? Eddie Hearn says he's received bigger money offers to stage Canelo Alvarez's fight against John Ryder in other countries, but he and his trainer manager, Eddie Vinaiso, insisted on fighting in Mexico for their next contest on May 6th. The Canelo Ryder fight will be a tough sell as far as peddling it on the zone. Uh, Pay-per-view to the fans says it's not sellable, says Sam Voltz out of Boxing, BoxingNews24.com. Not sellable, he says. Ryder, who's 32-5 and five with 18 knockouts, uh, Earn will have his work uh, cut out and try to sell this fight on pay-per-view because this isn't a main event level fight. Canelo Ryder looks out of place on pay-per-view. According to Salvador Rodriguez, the Canelo Ryder undercard will have WBC flyweight champ Julio Cesar Martinez fighting McWilliams Arroyo 
and former WBC light heavyweight champ Alexander Gavaktik fighting a still-to-be-determined opponent. Ryder has lost to three of Canelo's former victims, and it's difficult to view this as any other than a complete mismatch. The only way Canelo loses is if he's totally washed up, and which you can argue is very near fitting that category, says this author. It's not a big deal for fans of Canelo's decision to take less money to fight in Mexico on May 6th, but what they uh, do have, what they do have is an issue uh, with the level of opponent and choosing the 34-year-old rider and placing it on his own pay-per-view. Shockingly, Canelo would place this level of fight on pay-per-view, but it shows you what it, where his priorities are as he nears the end of his career. Uh, what uh, what Hearn isn't saying is why he chose Ryder as his opponent to fight in front of his fans in Mexico. It's pretty obvious. Ryder is a winnable fight for Canelo, a very, very winnable one. Why Canelo faces Dimitri Bivol in a rematch later this year in September? That's a fight he's likely to lose, perhaps badly. Likewise, if Canelo chooses to fight David Benavidez, that's another one that he could get beaten as well. Obviously, Canelo won't have his Mexican fans to see him getting beaten by Bivol or ben Benavidez. Hence, he's picked Ryder as his opponent to fight in Guadalajara, Mexico, rather than them elsewhere. Um, said John Ryder, he's coming off not a good year, coming off an injury, fighting in front of his home fans for the first time in 12 years, so the pressure is on him. I believe timing is everything, and I believe the timing is right now, said Ryder. This is my sixth fight promoting Saul. Uh, and we've always, we've always spoken about Mexico, said Eddie Hearn. He made it happen. The money is less, but this is the time. A lot of people believe Ryder beat Callum Smith, but he came back and beat Danny Jacobs and Zach Parker. Saul is coming back from injuries as well. John Ryder has a big heart and will have a great fight on Cinco de Mayo. If he would have beaten Callum Smith, he would have gotten this fight two years ago. We kept getting offers from around the world, and the money was very, very different. I would go to Canelo's trainer, manager, Eddie, and say, we got this offer here. We got this offer in Mexico. No, no, Mexico was the response. I go back to people and say, sorry, we're going back to Mexico. Wait, here's a new offer. And it was Eddie and Saul. They said, no, stop. This is where we're going. They obviously have a lot of support from the government from here in Jalisco, which is very important in making this event. Money, of course, is important, but memories, pictures, no one can ever take that away from you. You can tell that from all of his achievements what they actually mean to him. Mean to him. This was about making sure before he retires, which is hopefully a long way away, that he was able to come back and fight in his hometown. And this is very important to him. Everybody knows the money before you start. You have, you have the pay-per-view, of course, on the zone. John Ryder is my friend. I promoted him for 10 years. This is about getting back and watching. I sit, sorry, this is about sitting back and watching. This is 50,000 people in Guadalajara. It's going to be wild. And I'm lucky to be very part of it, said Hearn. All right. Good for him. So we'll see how that goes. Thanks for joining me here on uh, Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to join me at 4 p.m. Eastern time for uh, Mike Orr and Cedric Ben and their show, Knuckle Up. Thanks very much, and we'll see you tomorrow.